Shut up and sit down. Oh boy, oh boy, it's your favorite podcast back in your ear holes again. This is Third Shift episode 62. Oh my goodness. I'm your host, Matt. With me as always, it's Eric, of course. Of course, of course. I'll just say of course the of whole course. time. Of course, Eric. I'm your host, Matt. With me as always is of Eric. Of course is a horse, of course, but of course. Me, hey, Wilbur. <laughs> How was this week, dude? <laughs> this week... This week was great, man. Thanks for asking. <laughs> We're not doing horse uh, voice the whole I time. I do horse voice. Just one more time, man, I swear. Okay, one more time. One more time. Hey, man. <laughs> you turned into Fat Albert voice. What the hell are you doing? I pull it off. It was, it was too hard. Horse voice is too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> See, that's I was trying to help I you know. out by saying no more horse voice. Well, you know, I love taking it one step further. Just ruin it all. That's what I do. That's true. Damn it. That's true. <laughs> so I'm thinking you were gonna say, "Hey, Eric, how's your week been, buddy?" I I did say that, but you were you horses don't yeah. understand human English is tough. Words. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, this week, hmm, hmm, not much, Matt. To be honest, you know, been just uh, yeah. working away, living the good life. Uh, getting outside a little bit, like I told you guys all last week, ciders are brewing, so I've been taking the kids out and about to Mooville and the cider mills and the other such, you know, going-ons. Game-wise, nice. been well, rocking out the Destiny, did a couple more rounds in Fortnite. Haven't touched Project 1v1 because, well, obviously... Why is that, well, Eric? a couple Why? reasons. Why? You know, first off, the technical test was down, and secondly... My computer blew up. Oh, R.I.P. computer. Let me pour out some water for yeah, my homie. Oh, my eight-year-old homie, he's dead. He passed away. Mm-hmm. So I do not have a main computer any longer and have to do everything via my laptop. However, my laptop mm-hmm. could probably run the game, but not at you know what I want it to run at. So, so you could probably run it about as well as my my computer over here. <laughs> Uh, better than your computer over there, because I actually have a gaming laptop. It's just oh, an okay, older okay. gaming laptop, so, you know. yeah. But I might have to, because, you know, some stuff's going on that we'll talk about in just a little bit. Beyond that, not too much, good sir. How about you? Hmm. Well, I got retroactive story time, because it's a story I didn't tell last week. I'm going to tell it this week, because working third shift for a whole week, my brain just goes, and you say, how was this week? And I go, I don't know. I didn't do anything. So not this previous weekend, but the weekend before that. Went up to Birch Run, up to Frankenmuth. Had a grand old time, doodly-doo. And then there's a place up there in Birch Run across from the big giant outlet mall there called Tony's. Big old restaurant. It's been there. I mean, we've been going up to Birch Run for nine, ten years maybe. Seen the restaurant there all the time, but didn't know anything about it. So sitting there at mom's doing laundry once one day and we're looking through the channels I'm like, oh, what's this thing about, you know, bacon or sandwiches or whatever on Food Network or Travel Channel? Oh, let's watch that. Do, 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 do. Oh, man, there's some some place that does a BLT with a full pound of bacon in it. That's crazy. Wonder where that is. Shachunk. Little th- sign stabs into the map in Michigan. It Birch Run, Michigan at Tony's Restaurant. And I went, what? And I looked over at mom and she went, what? So went up there. Two weekends ago, it was my favorite place. Not only because you had these big, giant, ridiculous sandwiches, but 
it wasn't like old fashioned diner, but had that old school diner feel, like big, you know, tight booths, super crowded, waitresses running all around with giant plates of food, big hot steaming cups of coffee, big open, you know, kitchen with a big giant flat top where like four chefs were grilling stuff up. Ah, right. you know, loud clanking mm-hmm. plates and silverware. And, you know, I hate crowds, but I love that kind of place. Just like old school, busy diner. Waitresses just running back and forth. Hey, can I get you anything? Oh, people with to-go orders pressed up against the side of your booth because there's nowhere else to stand. Oh, I loved it. It was the best place. My favorite place. Man, I wish it was down here where we are, Matt, because mm-hmm. going up to Bertrand's kind of a ticket item. You know, you're not going to do that every single weekend. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I'd love a... One pound BLT sandwich. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was ridiculous. All, all their portions are ridiculous. Like I said, huge giant sandwiches, even like uh, you know, their deli sandwiches, just pounds of meat on the sandwich, big old huge portions. Man, I, I love an old school diner, and we don't have too many around here. I mean, Zeus's is probably the closest thing we've got. Maybe Dimitri's or Flapjack in like a somewhat removed sense. I was going like to say, first cousin once old removed. school Dimitri's would have been like that, but the new one's more calm mm-hmm. the old one was definitely that cl- clean clang clatter people talking everywhere all that good stuff nice but other than that this weekend was the wwe no mercy pay-per-view so i put up a to the mat article on that got some pretty good feedback on that so i was i was happy with myself i had a good time putting that together the show was pretty decent but uneven in, in spots and let's see as far as gaming i tried to finish agents of mayhem this week but the recent patch Glitched the whole game out so you can't load in. I got pretty far and then it went, all right, I'm going to go up, get a briefing, and I'm going to go down. I can't, oh, it won't load in ever again. So instead of that, I beat Yakuza Kiwami. Had about like 35 hours into that. Fun game, but not nearly as good as Yakuza 0, which I put almost 100 into. So eh, other than that, played a little bit of Fortnite. We played some Overwatch on Borderlands night and then... Not much for me. Bada bing, bada boom, another beautiful week hatched. Everybody had just a blast. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And we're looking forward to quarter in this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's that time again, everybody. Quarter in for us. Yeah. <laughs> so as a team this week, we didn't have any Talented Tuesday because nobody challenged us to an art competition. But coming up Uh on the 3rd, 17th, and 31st of next month, we're going to be doing the Inktober stuff. And if you don't know what that is, it's a, like, I guess it's a yearly art competition for people who are really good artists and stuff. Like us. Like us. Yeah. Well, yeah, like us. That's why we're going to be in a couple of them, you know. But they have a theme for each day, so check out our Twitter account to see what the themes are for the days we're going to be participating. And, hey... Get your own pen and paper out and come challenge us to some art competitions. Just so you know, we're going to be doing two pictures. One representing something Gearbox, obviously, no duh. But the second one is going to be any video game of our desire, wishes, or dreams to represent our other podcast, IG2G. <laughs> no, it's just going to say a reminder to you. That means we got IG2G this weekend. We got quarter end this weekend. We got to do two drawings over the course of the next five days. Oh, yeah. I love, Matt, how we seem to find ourselves in these predicaments whenever quarter ends uh-huh. come about. I feel like we decide that <laughs> during quarter end, we want to do the most of what we can do, mm. which is the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing, but that's all right. We do it because we love mm. our people. 
Well, see, in our defense, it is Danny that decided to do it for three straight days on IG2G days. Everybody send your stuff in. Challenge us to some art competitions. We'll put up all the art we receive and our art as well. It'll be great. Do-do-do-do-do. And then, coming up this Tuesday, in addition to that fantasticness, we got IG2G episode number oh, 16. number 16. Mm-mm. Yes, it's going to be a beautiful show. Quite a few things on the plate already. A lot of stuff's been happening in the gaming world, so it should be mm. a very nice episode, if I do say so myself. And I was smarter than the average bear. I actually saved the article that I wanted to do as a follow-up to one of my IG2Gs from last oh, week. It's still in my phone in my little browser cache. Look at your little so professionalism go. going. Oh, yeah, I like it. Oh, I'm a real podcaster <laughs> now. I save articles and do all sorts of little write-ups and prepare. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still probably not going to do a write-up until like uh, 2 o'clock p.m. on that Sunday and go, oh, no. Uh-oh. Exactly. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, keep an ear out for that and join us for some IG2G Madness. Other than that, I don't think we got any shift codes for Golden Keys this week, so I don't get to say my favorite Aww. thing. <laughs> but I will say, if you didn't know, we do have a shift codes area on the website that Danny and I have been trying to keep updated with all the golden keys. So if you don't want to wait till Friday to hear me say my glorious favorite thing about hitting up the Twitter and the forums and your preferred shift code provider, you can go to the website and check it out as soon as they drop. Well, that's a fantastic idea, Mr. Matt. God bless. So if we're all done there, we're going to be moving on to the Gearbox news, eh? Oh, yeah. So to jump right into that old Gearbox news, we're going to start off with a, guess what? It's somebody's birthday, Mr. Matt. <laughs> Happy 18th birthday, homeworld. <laughs> You've been around for a long, long time. You're older than a bunch of kids in the slime. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, actually. That's really good. Oh, gosh. Happy birthday, homeworld. We're very happy to see that this title has been going on this long. We hope it continues for another 18 years, and no doubt it will, because it gets awesome support all the freaking time from old homeboys into Gearbox and other realms. Hey, and don't forget Relic Games. They're the ones who actually made the originals, and, the, you know, like you said, working with Gearbox Publishing to get the new remastered version out. So, hey, props to them, props to Gearbox, props to Homeworld. Happy, Happy birthday! Get out there and shoot some people. Pew, pew. And next up is something uh, we were talking about just for a second earlier project 1v1 close technical test it's back up and running boys and girls for its final week (gasps) and to make things even better they went ahead and said hey we want to make sure you can get all the experience you can possibly want by maxing out the cards maxing out the levels put everybody on an equal playing field and just get you in there so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. This is why I was mentioning earlier, maybe making the laptop work, because my new computer won't be until next week, which is exactly when this technical test is going to close. So if I don't Aww. get it on this laptop, I'm not going to get to check this out. And as I told you guys, I want to get in there and check out the grenade launchers da, 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 and everything else. So I feel like I have no choice but to get it on this laptop and hope this sucker can play the game at a decent uh, decent speed, decent, <laughs> decent specs. But I don't know about all that. We'll see. I hope. Just do it Matt style. Yeah, Play on exactly. the unfinished <laughs> maps and then uh, stutter step way around the Look uh, at the through some kaleidoscope line. vision. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Heck yeah, dude. God bless. <laughs> and not only is it open for one last week with all the cool things unlocked and everybody at the same playing level, they said, you know what, for all you folks in on the original go-to here, we want to give you five 
closed technical test keys to give away to your friends who would love to play this game as well. So if you've got a buddy who's been in this closed technical and you've been saying, hey, man, I want to check this out too, guess what? He's got five keys. Go over to his house, punch him in his face, make him get you onto his email, and steal the keys. Okay, it's that easy. Don't ask for them because friends are usually jerks and will say no or kind of like try to screw you over somehow to get one. So just buy me some buy yeah. me some beers and I'll yeah, give just, you some codes, just man. Punch him in his face, get him in a chokehold, make him give you the email. It's fine. Make him dig the email <laughs> out of his trash because he wasn't thinking about you because he's a bad friend. Yes, that. I don't want to send that to Billy. <laughs> He'll never want to play that. Dude, I want to play it. <laughs> Shut up, Billy. Oh. Uh, you hit so, me. So, yes, those are out in the world. If you want one, you got a friend who's in it, hey, hit him up. Try to get a hold of one because Gearbox wants you in there, checking it out, seeing what you think, and giving them some awesome feedback on that. And uh, full disclosure, I do not endorse you chokeholding your friends or punching them in their face. And I will not be held. Yes, I, you I do. do. But I, I yes, will not be do. held responsible, however, if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, add that in, but don't lie and say you well, don't endorse you know, it. Well, I guess it's... Send, send me video of it, but, but I can't I be can't held responsible. I can't be held responsible. It's like my favorite song, man. Can't be held responsible. He punched him in the face. <laughs> so then, for the rest of you children in the slime, we do have the Battleborn free rotation for you guys. It is official this week. It was actually tweeted out by Gearbox. So somebody was listening to the show last week. Thank you so much. And I did find out that what we said may have been the free rotation last week was definitely not because I booted up the game and in the bundles area, the cosmetic bundles, they had, I think it was Beatrix, Boulder, and somebody else. I think it was Caldarius. But they put the bundles on sale for the people who were in the free rotation. So none of them were in the rotation that was in the forums. Mm, Fantastic. And I did notice while I was in the game that that usual news pop-up that would say what the free rotation was, that was gone. So I don't know if that was just an oversight for that week or if it's gone forever now. I don't know. I didn't boot up before we got on the show because I just woke up. But uh, maybe that's another thing that they could do if they didn't do it this week, just for anybody who's in the game. Wanting to know all that awesome information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But then we do have the Battleborn free rotation. As I said, this week we've got Alani... Isaac, Whiskey Foxtrot, Marquis, DeAndy, and Oscar Mike. What you thinking about this rotation? Ooh, it's a solid rotation, Mr. Matt. All except for Isaac, because I can't play Isaac. But I like Whiskey Foxtrot. I like Oscar Mike. DeAndy's a lot of fun. You got, of course, Alani. You can't go wrong with Alani. I like Alani, too, because you know, many, many, many reasons. Just to piss Joe's O's off, most of all. But for other reasons as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's just an awesome damage dealer as well as a healer. So I feel like she's that healer that if you're scared of being a healer or you're nervous about it, it's a good one to pop in on. Because it's like, mm-hmm. even if you screw up, you can, you can well, I, I wasn't main healing anyway. I, I was doing damage. Don't judge me. Don't hate me. And you can get away mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much agree with all your points there, especially the Isaac point. If you're a free rotation person, this is the week that you have to get good as Isaac because there are no other like tanky people around. I mean, Alani can sustain herself for a while, but she's not, you know, beefy. Mm-hmm. She's not like an Atticus or a Phoebe or, you know, a beefy melee person to take the heat off of Isaac. It's just going to be Isaac out there and then a bunch of ranged people. So, I mean, you got to get good as Isaac. I can't do it. So, I, you know, 
if I was a free rotation person, this would not be the week for me. We'd be going in as all DPS. I was going to say, you just go full DPS, man. I've seen those builds work before. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen it work against us. That's true. That's very true. Oh. (laughs) But, yeah, that's the free rotation for you guys. Hopefully, they do keep up the weekly tweeting of it. So, hey, whoever listened to our show and listened to us complain about it, thank you. And keep up the great work. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do. Bing. So then moving on into the Fortnite world, which will probably be the beef of the show, even though it is going to be a shorter show, just because it's quarter end week and hey, you know, it's madness. Yeah, so you guys know the rigmarole by now. If you've been listening to this show long enough, you know quarter ends are long, arduous work hours, stressful times, all that good stuff. So, well, you know, it's going to be a shorter show, but bear with us. We'll be back as we always are. Oh, yeah. So we'll roll into Fortnite, which has... One big change that did just occur and one that's coming up. So the big change that occurred that we told you guys was going to be happening last week is Fortnite's Battle Royale mode is now free and standalone. So you can just download that even if you don't have Fortnite itself. You're not a founder for that. You can get in, play the Battle Royale mode on your own for free. I mean, for forever as far as I know, right? And it's been very, very successful thus far. Let me tell you, they just posted something there, Matt, on the old Twitterverse over a million players have already been in there rocking out and killing people. Oh, yeah. So, hey, congrats, Fortnite, because it sounds like things are looking great. Battle Royale, now that it is free for everybody, it does have another big change that came in that squad mode is available. They said that duo mode is coming, too, which will be helpful for you and me. Boo! I tell you what, man, that one had me a little sad because I was really hoping the duo was going to come out with the squad one right away. Because, yeah. A, if you don't know, it's me and Mr. Matt. And playing in a four-person team, in case you don't know, it fills in the other two players for you. So you have mm-hmm. uh, duh, a four-man squad. Well, well, wait wait, wait a second. I think you can just play it in a two-person squad. If I invite you to it, mm-hmm. it'll put you in. But then there's a button to fill. Yes. So you don't have to fill if you don't want to. I think. But it's not officially just duos now. So... We as a two-person squad could go up against in the four four people, yeah, mostly four-people squads. But that's still been a lot of cases end up being duos anyway. Because how many people have four friends, Matt? I don't don't have have four four friends, friends, so I barely have one. (laughs) (laughs) But the interesting thing about the squad mode is it does change up the (laughs) gameplay slightly. Because a, if you're in a squad, it does display the health and shields of your other squad mates up on the screen for you. So it does a little bit more like, say, a Borderlands, where you have your buddies' health and shields up there, so you can see what they're going through, how things are going, and also, again, sort of like Borderlands or Gears of War or what have you. If you do go down in a squad, you're down but not out, basically. So your buddies have a chance to run over, res you up, get you back in the fight again. Pretty cool stuff there. I do really like the down but not out mode because the thing I don't like about running solo is it's, hey, I'm running along, click, click, click. Oh, well, that was it for me. Guess I'll just respawn and do the whole thing over again. I was super excited to hear that. And, uh, and of course, I was watching some gameplay earlier today. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, because I saw one of their teammates go down, and he's crawling around, you know, and then he runs over and got him back mm-hmm. up. And I went, yes. So now when I screw up and I'm stupid, Matt can just run around behind me and res me over and over again. It's perfect. I'm your little res bot. It's perfect. Now, some more interesting things they did add into this is they've added the ability to put markers on the map for your squad mates. So if you're like, hey, we need to go over to Boondocks Town, and or hey, dude, there's a rocket launcher over here. I know you're the Rocket Johnny. You can mark it up on the map for your squad. That's pretty cool. 
But then the downside is that friendly fire is turned on, and if you are notorious for killing all your squaddies, you can get banned. Yeah, the friendly fire one I'm never too excited about, just because sometimes I have an itchy finger and uh, I shoot people. I will report the shit out of you, dude. You shoot me even once, and it's over. We're done. If anybody from Epic is listening right now, uh, if you get any reports on Mahaga from Doc Funky, just ignore them because it's him being a little... No, no. If anyone from Epic is listening, Mahaga is a notorious team killer, and he'll only ever play games with <laughs> so me. So my only recourse <laughs> is to report him. Uh, exactly. <laughs> He's uh, so mean. He's so mean to me. You should just uh-huh, ban him right sure, away. Yeah, this is going to yeah. happen. Speaking of murdering people, they added in a couple new weapons, which one of them has That's me super true. excited. The scoped assault rifle. I haven't looked at the meta, seen if this was like the big go-to or anything yet. I doubt it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine that a sniper rifle is going to be what you're going to want just like in PUBG for the most part. But this is a very nice secondary, in my opinion. You know, It gives you a little bit of range, nice nice medium-range damage normally, and, of course, a quick go-to in case you know stuff's hitting the fan, you're trying to get some damage down range. I think it's solid. I definitely agree with that because in the few games I've played, I get an assault rifle as probably the best gun I can find. And running around in this giant open map, I'm like, well, let me scan the horizon for people. And it boops me in, you know, when I aim down sights, it boops me in like half an inch. And I'm like, well, I can't see much better than I could before. So a scoped, even if I didn't find any ammo for it or somebody else picked it up and I grab it off their body, it'd be nice to just use it as a spotting tool. Search around, I see movement over there. Okay, now I know where to focus on. Yes, sir. I like that. I didn't even think about that, but don't, duh, that's obviously a great thing to do. I, I don't need mm. to look for people, Matt. I just go. I sense them. You know, I've got an innate ability. <laughs> I will say I have been doing that really well in this mode. Is I well, I told you that first game I did, I was running around, killed one person, walked around a little bit, and I was like, there's going to be somebody here. Oh, they got me. And the one I played yesterday, I was like, oh, cool, here's a thing in the barn. There's somebody here. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see any indicators. I was like, somebody's coming. Hide behind a haystack. And then someone came behind them and went... And that person ran off. And I went, man, where's the mm-hmm. sixth sense for for <laughs> Battle Royale mode that I don't really even like, but I'm pretty good at it, apparently. Well, you're going to like it soon. I mean, you can actually play together without all the hustle yes. plus of going up against four-man teams, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But right now, of course, you know, playing singly, oh, sad. So yeah. what else did they add? They got the Zapatron in there, which, if you guys don't know, it's a electric blast firing weapon to go like a short burst. Well, you know, I'll just read it because it's cray-cray. So here you go. Here you go. <clears throat> the Zapatron can be used to fire electric blasts in short bursts or charged up to release an enormous amount of damage. Fire sparingly as cell ammo is extremely limited. This weapon's only available in supply drops, which means that it's super powerful. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, it's rarity and then the weapon's ammo rarity. But I'm not sure I would be digging this one because I don't want to get next to anybody. And I'm not sure. It mm-hmm. sounds like it's a close-range gun. Sounds like so it, So yeah. I just don't ever see myself getting in a scenario where I want to be in someone's face remotely close enough to where that's going to be effective. But I don't know. I haven't seen it in action. So. Although if you did get it and turn the corner and Bobby was there, mm-hmm. I'd rather have that than, oh, my sniper rifle's out. Which oh, you plink, start plink, shooting plink. ridiculously around. Exactly. I'd rather just be like, oh boom. There he yep. goes. He's gone. Everything in front of me is dead because I just electrocuted the whole area. Fantastic. Yep. And what's the last one they got, Matt? Do you know? Some kind of SMG. 
Yeah, tactical SMG. Tactical SMG, Matt. You got it. You're right. Now, as you can imagine, it's just a medium-range, high-rate-of-fire weapon. Apparently, from what I hear, the regular SMGs were kind of poo-poo mm. in this Battle Royale mode, so they came out with a tactical SMG, which is supposedly a little bit better, a little bit easier to handle, and, of course, take care of enemies. I'm not sure if it's good enough to be something you want to hunt after, but... Eh, well, you know, time will tell once we can get in there and start playing together on our Borderlands nights. And I do know that in the patch that came out right before everything split off, you know, and went full-on free-to-play standalone, they said that they upped either the accuracy or the range. I think it was the range of normal SMGs in the PvE game to kind of match this tactical SMG. So I think SMGs all around are getting a little bit of a buff. I think I got maybe one or two in my PvE experience so far. I generally just go with assault rifles because they're reliable. But I don't remember it being spectacularly great. I just remember it being nice close range, high rate of fire, that kind of thing. So, Well, I think this is going to go real well for us, Matt, because if you want to stick with them assault rifles, I mm-hmm. intend to go the sniper route. And then, uh, as I told you in the last one, my whole shtick is to find a nice place to secure <laughs> and, just, and just hide like a little monkey man. So you'll go long range, I'll go mid range. Somebody will sneak up behind us both with that Zapatron and just <laughs> burn. Matt and Eric are dead. Yes. <laughs> now before we do wrap up the battle royale mode section of the you know the news and show a discussion, I do want to point out something that was listed in their new FAQ that they put up their FAQ. Fortnite tweeted it out from their account just a few days ago. Hey, it's new and shiny. Go check out all the new answers and stuff. And one of the first questions was, do I need Xbox Live Gold to play Fortnite Battle Royale? And it said yes. And then the very next one was, do I need PlayStation Plus to be able to play Fortnite Battle Royale? And the answer was no. I don't know how in the world that works or if that was right or wrong or maybe they're going to go back and amend that, but... I thought you always needed a PlayStation Plus to be able to play online. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of sorcery this is where you don't have to have PlayStation Plus to be playing online. I'm curious because if this is starting to slip through and you don't have to have it, well, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, Eric, shut up. PSN's offering you some good stuff for I was going to say, I I would still keep it just for the free (laughs) games and the really good discounts on other games. Mm -hmm. But, that I mean, this is the same team that enabled cross-platform play for like 15 minutes, so they got the wizardry. They know what to do. They know how to do it, apparently. I'd love to see it uh, come to fruition long term, but of course, that's another topic for another discussion, for another day, for all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. And then pretty much rounding out and closing out the Fortnite section of the show, we do have some news that on the 2nd of October, the Survive the Storm mode is going away. I did get a little bit of time to play with that just solo, though. So, I mean, I set up my little walls and stuff, and... The waves in that mode, you can't do it solo. Yeah, I was doing a three-day Survive the Storm with just me. I set up my basic defenses, and I got overrun in like 30 seconds to a minute. It was ridiculous. So that one you definitely need teams for. But the one thing I will say, I didn't get a chance to mention it when we first talked about Survive the Storm dropping, but I did like that it had the modifiers in the different waves, and you could find those modifiers in the rest of the game. Like if you were doing a defend the van or, you know, the freaking bubble drop mission, mm-hmm. it would it would affect the waves. You know, they'd have buffs or you would have nerfs in those normal missions. So I'm hoping that that stays as at least an option. Hey, do you want to play this mission? Yes. Do you want to turn survive the storm modifiers on? Yes, because that was really cool. 
Yeah, that, I I think that's a great idea. But I also love that they're going to be, you know, shutting stuff down, bringing stuff up, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Because that keeps things fresh. Yeah, I like rotating game modes. I, any kind of game that does that is automatically like 10 times better because it keeps it fresh. Boom, see? Now, in place of Survive the Storm, next up is going to be a mode called the Horde Bash. And this one I'm excited about, too, because... Dun, 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 point number one, it says it's going to start with pre-built forts. I like it. And then it doesn't have a lot more detail, so we'll dig into that one a little bit. Pre-built forts. That sounds awesome, because the thing I hate most about playing with other people in Fortnite is, A, they build stupid defenses, and B, they tear down my sensible defenses to put garbage in. Oh, man, I put floor spikes in front of the wall that they have to get to to go to the thing. I'm going to put a bounce pad for myself. Hey, I'm going to put up a tall wall in front of the thing. I'm going to change it to a low wall so the baseball people can just throw stuff in. I give up on you, guy, but now that's not going to be an option. I'm hoping that is the case. I'm hoping these forts are set up and they're... Non-destructible? Non-destructible, exactly. So maybe you can build more around it and add to it, but you can't actually destroy the base fort, which would be fantastic because then you got to worry about, like you said, someone coming along going, it'd be better if I put windows in every single wall. I'm hoping that these pre-built forts will have like tunnels through them but the fort itself won't be destructible even by the enemies. Because I think if we're like, hey, let's put traps down here, here, and here, oh, they're just coming through the corner wall by ripping it down. That would suck. I hope that this is more like, you know, kind of like an orcs must die feel, where here's where they're going to spawn from, here's where they need to get to, there's a pathway they're probably going to come through, just put defenses in it and be there in the way. And then make sure you give a ton of ads, though, so that way it's still stressful and difficult. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously if you don't, then your traps are going to kill everything and you're just going to kind of take a siesta and wait to win. Well, it does specifically say there will be hordes of husks. And if it's going by the survive the storm mode, that's going to be a lot of husks. So you're going to have to be on your game here. Good. I like that. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot, Matt. And it also will make you have to spend a ton of resources to build said traps, which also makes me happy and sad at the same time. Because we're going to go in there and go, all right, let's build some traps. Oh, no, I don't have a nut, and you don't have a bolt, which is what happened to me just recently. I spawned in to do my Survive the Storm you know, base upgrade thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm going to build stuff. Uh, I don't have any of this the icon that looked like it's like a pile of nothing. What is that? For those of you who are not watching us, because none of you are, he, he made his hands look like little balls, like balls. Like hanging balls or something. Like a, like a little crinkled thing. Like crinkly balls. He made it look like crinkly balls. So whatever that icon is, that's what Matt's trying to explain. I was trying to go for like <laughs> if you took a Hershey's candy wrapper, the foil part, flipped it around and crunkled it up like that. Okay. So no crinkly balls. No Eric, crinkle. okay. this, is, this is a PG show. Oh, PG-13. That's, that's PG-13. We're all right. Okay, okay. So... That's coming on the 2nd. The Horde Bash mode should be a lot of fun. Get your time in on Survive the Storm. Get your challenges done in that if you still have the time to do that. And now, I did compare this to possibly being like Orcs Must Die. So let's move into another mode that's been compared to another game. And maybe the controversy behind that. Why don't you handle that part, Eric? The big huff puff, Matt. And we're going to do it briefly because it's already been said a thousand times. Huff, puff. Battle Royale is a lot like PUBG's, you know, Battlegrounds, all that, whatever. Okay, well, other games have done it before PUBG did it, but it doesn't matter. Either way, PUBG released a whole statement going, oh my goodness, you know, we're not appreciative of Epic doing this, and 
Da 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 da. They went and did a whole press release about it, saying that they weren't too happy with it. And then they kind of backed off and sent out another one, stating, "You know, it's not it's not that we we don't understand that people are going to make games like PUBG. We're just upset with Epic." And it's like, well, if you're upset with Epic, shouldn't you do this behind closed doors? That's kind of where everybody's head's been, you know, and, yeah. and out in the worlds and all the different sites and stuff. And I would have to agree with that statement because that's it's kind of like airing dirty laundry in my opinion you know if yeah, you got a problem go go talk to them and if you're if you if you're wondering epic owns the unreal engine and of yeah. course pubg's made off the unreal engine so epic you know actually gets a little bit of money off of pubg and then they make their own battle royale mode using the fortnite system here and so like you know it's kind of like hey what the heck you know you're already eating some of our candy and now you're making your own big candy bar and we don't get none of that candy bar and but looking at it from epic's perspective hey we make a li- little bit of candy off of you and we see it's the most popular game in the entire world right now why wouldn't we make our own candy and we have a game that has a system yeah <laughs> why wouldn't we just do that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Why, as a company, why would you not? Yes. To at least get a piece of that pie. I understand it from Epic's perspective, but I don't really get it from PUBG's because, oh, I used your engine. Well, you're not like partnered with them. You just paid money to use their engine so they get a cut of your sales. That's yeah. how it has That's always worked. That's how business worked. goes. That's how it's always worked. I think, to be honest, they are just a little upset that you know the other games are starting. And it's not just Epic and Fortnite because there's others yeah. coming that are going to be copying Division with by Ubisoft. It's going to be doing the same exact thing. They're coming out with a Battle Royale mode. Mm-hmm. So it, it's inevitable. You know, PUBG's making a ton of money. It's banking in all sorts of good stuff. And so mm. other other companies are going to follow suit and try to get a little cash while the game's hot and looking good and everyone's interested. I think overall they're just a little upset because Epic was able to beat them to the consoles. Well, not to the all the consoles, but to PlayStation 4 and stuff before mm. they were able to get it set up. So they have a chance to kind of grab their own little chunk of the uh, player base and make yep. a name for themselves with it. And PUBG was hoping to eat the whole cookie. That's actually a really <laughs> good point. I hadn't thought about that, that... This is, hey, we're on PS4, and oh, here, eventually, maybe, PUBG will come to it. I don't think it's even on Xbox One yet. I think it's, it's still just coming. coming. No, it's coming. Shortly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not here yet. So, you know, Epic's beat them in every respect to the consoles, mm. but uh, the only reason I was saying was just because it is for sure coming to Xbox, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is a good point you made there. I think anything else, oh, man, there's games going to be like us that's coming out. We don't appreciate that. Well, welcome to making media welcome to making anything yeah as soon as something is made and is successful there's going to be knockoffs there's going to be copies there's going to be twists on the formula i mean we saw that with freaking battleborn and overwatch oh hero shooters are cool paladins lawbreakers paragon lawbreakers all them god blessers oh oh look mobas are popular league of legends dota well smite Paragon, Earth, this, that, uh, the other thing. Herself. Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> uh, what's what's the other one? H-O-N. It was Heroes of Nations, something like that. Honor of Nations, something. Mm. There's a million MOBAs out there. You don't see League of Legends and Dota going, hey, we don't appreciate people copying our successful formula. Because yeah. they're still going to be number one. PUBG is yeah. still going to be the number one it's on still PC be the forever. Number one. Yeah, exactly. And it's... And Epic even stated, you know, on their original post when they were doing Battle Royale, is that they they admire PUBG and that uh, they hope to, you know, take what it does, make to put their spin on it, you know, the mm-hmm. old Fortnite spin, and make make a successful mode as well. 
Yeah, because there's no crafting or building in PUBG that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. And they've said that in Fortnite Battle Royale, there are no immediate plans to do vehicles, which PUBG has. So they are going to be unique and separate. And, I mean, I, I haven't played PUBG or watched much of it, but the shooting and, like, actual action in Fortnite is not that great. No. It's more it's more cartoony and fun, whereas yeah. PUBG is a milsim. Yeah, so I think if they just lean into that more then that'll be their thing. And the building and goofy, you know, goof action will be Fortnite's thing. They're two different things. They'll either survive or fail on their own. Exactly. And in the end, can't we all just get along? You know, just make your game, do the best you can, have fun with your success. Let not the in this world we live in, Eric. <laughs> if I don't like you, we cannot get along ever. I will try to eat all your cookies. I will eat them all. <laughs> And I don't really even need that strong of a reason to disagree with you. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was unfortunate that that you know occurred. So yeah. it's like, oh, it was unnecessary in every way, shape, or form. Just enjoy your success. You know, mm. keep doing what you're doing because you obviously did something right, and let other companies do what they do, and hopefully they can get a piece of the pie too. There's millions of people who play video games, man. You can't have them all. All right, unless you got anything else for the show. That's I it, think man. It's almost time for the. <laughs> Oh, it's mailbag time. We got a mail. We got a mail, mail, mail piece. Mm, mm. What is it, Matt? This mailbag question comes to us via email from our buddy Hunter Cochran at H.E. Cochran on Twitter. He writes, Hello, Third Shift. It's your buddy and or pal Hunter writing you. You are our buddy and our pal. Oh, yeah. He says, the air is brisk up here in the Canadian Midwest beside the Pacific Ocean, and the freshness of fall in a temperate rainforest always reinvigorates the part of my brain that thinks about things. And I got to thinking about dreams. Now, some people hate it when others talk about their dreams, but not me. I find it fascinating how our minds mix things around while we sleep and try to make sense of the world. So I'd like to hear about some video game-related dreams you guys may have had. Extra bonus points if they're related to a Gearbox game. I know I've had at least one. Hunter. Well, thanks for the email, Hunter. Well, thank you, good sir. I sure believe Matt's probably going to head this one up, and I'll follow suit today. You still haven't thought of one. <laughs> I, well, I have one in mind, yes. Okay. Well, for me, I know I'm going to go with two because they're really pretty quick. I do have a fair amount of video game-related dreams, but I don't remember my dreams really well once I wake up. These two are the only ones that stick out in my head, one being while I was playing Catherine, way, way long ago when that first hit and we were digging that every single day and I was staying up till like four in the morning playing it to get up at seven to go to work. There was one night I did have a dream about being stuck in the block world. I, you know, went to sleep, woke up in my dream in my little sheep outfit with my boxers on and I went, oh God, I got to climb the tower. And the one thing that I do specifically remember about this one is that when I was moving blocks, there were sand blocks that would crumble a certain way. So, like, I mean, there are blocks that crumble in the base game, but, like, you would move the sand block and it would shift, so it would create, like, a slope one way or the other. So if you got up on one side of it and the slope was, you know, it was inclined to the left, you could not jump up on the block to the right. You would have to go up to the left. So you really had to think about how you positioned these because they would slope one way or the other. So you'd pull it out. It would slope the wrong way. You'd go, God damn it. And it would be a frantic dash to go and get another one. So that was one dream. Again, pretty quick. The other was a similar type of situation because when I first got Civilization V with the Gods and Kings expansion, I was playing that up until like 3 in the morning to get up 
to do my six o'clock shift at work. And the whole time I was at work, I was thinking about Civ. When I wasn't at work, I was playing Civ all night, all day, playing, playing, playing. So I remember having a dream, went to sleep, woke up, and I was on the civilization screen, moving my armies around, moving my people around, building up stuff. And then I woke up from the dream and I looked down at my pillow. I was, for some reason, I was pushed up on my forearms, like I was, you know, doing the first part of a little, like, low plank. And I looked at my pillow and I saw the map. And I saw my units moving across the map. And I went, this is really weird. I looked over the side, saw the rest of my room. <laughs> then I looked back and the map was gone. And I went, oh, I've been playing too much. Then I went to sleep and woke up, like, in an hour. Very nice. Oh, yeah. So those are my two video game related dreams. What about you, Eric? Well, I got one for you. This one was quite a long time ago. And I'll just set the pace here. It was right before I was heading into the old military, and I was playing this brand new game called Silent Hill 2. And Uh-oh. I had little time to finish this game because I was you know, hitting the road, so I was just cranking away at this thing, man. I had quit my job, and I was just sitting at home every day playing. Well, a theme here is we play too much of a game, and you uh-uh. start to have dreams. Well, this dream was pretty freaking cray-cray because it starts out, it's dark outside. I'm in like this weird town and it, and it has like these old gothic light lamps and these like high-peaked houses. And for some reason, the road was kind of curving and on the side was like a cliff's edge. Mm-hmm. And I hear something and I didn't know what it immediately was, it, like in a big booming kind of voice go, Eric, I am coming for you. And so immediately I go, well, this is not good. And I'm like, well, there's houses. Let me get to these houses. So I start running, and I'm running down this street, and it's empty, and these lights are on. And I'm thinking to myself, if I can just get to a house and get someone to open the door for me, I'll be all right. So I'm running, running, running. I look off to my right, and over this cliff, there's a little island-like thing, and an old friend of mine, Daniel's over there, fighting <laughs> fighting a Silent Hill 2 creature. You know, no face, just all crooked, doing the glitchy Silent Hill 2 thing. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming chicken at the top of his lungs when he's got an axe, and he's like trying to hack away at this thing and just going to town. I'm like, oh, no. So I start, I keep, I keep running. I'll just leave him behind. I'm like, I can't help him. He's on an <laughs> island, you know. I got to get to a house. I run up to the very first house, and I'm coming up the, the little steps to get up there to bang on the door. And sure enough, you know, like, boom, 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 boom. Let me in, let me in, let me in. Somebody's trying to kill me. Wow. And up to the little window thing, you know, it's all lit up. It's like, and it's weird because it's all yellow. Mm-hmm. Like super bright, stupid video game, old school video game yellow. Oh, yeah. No, you know, and. In in the window, just one of those Silent Hill 2 faceless people just like appears, kind of peeks mm-hmm. out at me, and then just turns, disappears off again, and then the lights go out. And I go, no! So I run back down the steps, and I start running again to the next house that's got the same stupid yellow lights. And I'm like, uh-huh. gotta get there. I look behind me, and sure enough, there's a giant chariot with some freaking crazy Silent Hill 2 featureless, like, glitchy horse thing. And Death, nice. Death himself up on the top of the chariot. It's like coming for me. And he's like, Eric, I am coming for you. And I'm like, nice. no. So I run to the next house. Guess what? Same thing happens. The lights go uh. out. The faceless man looks at me. And I did this for like four or five houses before Death finally catches up. And on the <laughs> ground was a stupid, and if you don't know Silent Hill 2, you always get the most ridiculous shitty weapons that are useless. Here's a dumb broken pipe. It wasn't a broken pipe. It was a broken piece of 2x4 with a nail in it. 
So oh, I grabbed it up and I turned around to fight death, and then he cut me in half and I woke up. So, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my uh, Silent Hill 2 dream. It was fantastic. And to this nice. day, I can remember it. It's awesome. So those were our video game dreams that we could remember. Anybody else got any other cool ones? You can send those to us, or you can Ooh. send us questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or if you just want to say hi, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Yep, and of course, if you do or do not know, we do have a Patreon set up. We do appreciate all of our patrons that we currently have. We uh, we love all the uh, the tips that we get, and if you don't know, we do treat it like a tip jar. If you want to send us a buck, you like what you hear, that'd be fantastic. We'd appreciate it greatly. If you cannot send us anything, that's more than all right, too. We appreciate you just tuning in every week and taking a listen. If you want to you know, up your game, send us some mailbag questions just like Hunter Cochran did, send us some feedback, go visit the website, interact over there, all sorts of good ways to make us feel happy. Yeah, go interact on the website with basically just me. It's nice to have a website all to myself where I can put up whatever I want and nobody else posts <laughs> oh, anything. Oh, God. It's I fantastic. Know. You know what? It's good. Keep giving me because I deserve it. I've, I've got ideas now. Like I told you, I'm reading again. It's all starting to get there, and I'm feeling confident again that I can actually start my book club up that I wanted to. <laughs> nice. So, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 6th of October. Jeez, oh, Pete, it's October already, but we'll be back in your ear holes on the 6th of October for our very next episode, and you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. So, as Eric said, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a rating, a review, a subscription, a like, a comment, any kind of feedback, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. We do indeed. You know, those five stars on iTunes and all that good stuff, wowzers. You know, I've been digging. I promise you guys I've been digging. And mm. uh, it's a it's a dark story. It's a dark story, Matt. And Halloween's coming. I think that might be the time. Is the next target date going to be uh, Halloween times? Yes. Uh, you know, what I found out's not good. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, it's a dark story, my friends. So if you want to know all the truth behind those five stars and what goes on, tune in, tune in pretty soon here, and you're gonna, you're gonna find out. It changed my life, and uh, unfortunately, it's gonna oh, change yours. He's bringing the show down, so I guess. I mean, <laughs> I other than that, I'm, I'm just gonna say, don't, <laughs> don't forget for to say. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Uh, awesome. <laughs>